How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey everyone, it's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today's episode, I wanted to have a chat about our libidos. I want to talk about how hormones affect your libido and how it affects the relationship in general, especially for women, because us women are faced with a lot of challenges and expectations. You know, we're expected to be happy, bubbly, kind, funny while being clean and tidy and well-kept and also then being, you know, sexual, naughty, ready for anything type of person. And let's face it, it sucks. It's so freaking exhausting being a woman because we've got to be everything. And as we get older, really things start to change. Our bodies uh, start to age and that also means they start to change, right? And when our bodies are changing, and we've done this through adolescence and then probably through a couple of times, when our bodies are changing, so do our hormones. And at some point, we can become less flirtatious and probably a little bit more irritable than we were previously to the change. We also become a bit less patient, more moody, and sometimes less intimate and a little bit more fatigued. And I hear this a lot, especially as women are starting to get past 40. They're like, I'm just too bloody tired. I'm really irritated. Things irritate me. I can't be around him. I'm, I don't have patience like I used to. So I'm hearing a lot of those conversations. You get to this stage in life and you're probably thinking, what the hell is going on with my body? But let me reassure you what's happening is totally normal. It's probably a good idea that we have this dialogue because women need to talk about how their hormones impact their sex life. We need to think about everything, making people happy, feeling like we're still feminine and in touch with ourselves, all while trying to keep this libido up and running. Having a low libido not only affects a relationship, it also affects us as women as well because we go, you know, is there something wrong with me? And it's not just a case of not being in the mood for sex, when you have a low libido, is really caused by a few factors. And you can't quite control what's going on for you. And it really is part of the next phase in your life. Now, I will say to you that it's not always age that affects libido. It could be anything. It could be, you know, mood as in going through a mood disorder, depression, anxiety, PTSD, if you're struggling with anxiety, any anything like that can also affect your libido and obviously your relationships. But for today, I really wanted to talk about some of the hormones that are affecting our bodies as we age or as we go through different cycles in our lifetime. It's not all doom and gloom from here. There are many ways to sort of amp up your sex drive and feel like yourself again. But first, we need to find out exactly why your libido has taken a dive around this age. I know most women, it's getting into their late 40s, like they have a bit bit of an energy surge around 37 up until 43. I'm I'm starting to see that pattern. There's no science or evidence to suggest that's the case, but I am seeing that in some of the women that I'm talking to. But we really do need to find out exactly what's going on with the libido and how sex drive really influences our relationships and what we can what we can do to combat this problem. 
what is libido? Well, the libido is the amount of sexual desire you have. So when our libido is low, our craving for sexual intimacy can become what we call non-existent. And most women experience decreased sex drive during premenopausal time or even a menopausal stage in their life. And it's when their hormones such as like estrogen and progesterone and testosterone have decided to take a break from, you know, consistently reproducing what they should be. So, you know, they're on vacation and I don't even know if they're coming back. But estrogen is really the primary female hormone and with normal levels, it functions in a way in your body where you have regular periods and an internal support in your pregnancy. And when the estrogen levels drop and it no longer thickens the uterine lining, you'll start to experience what we call menopause. And when we experience menopause, there's a lot of other things that happen, such as mood swings, irregular sleep patterns, vaginal dryness. And so they all make, you know, being sexually intimate uncomfortable. I mean, if you're moody, you don't want to be sleeping with someone. And if you haven't slept much, the last thing you want is someone on top of you when you'd rather be sleeping. And if you've got vaginal dryness, the last thing you want is someone inserting something when it's going to be probably a little bit painful. We talk about testosterone and I know that we most commonly think of testosterone when we're talking about males. It's not a male-only hormone. Women still need this hormone to function and reproduce. So women with high levels of testosterone have more sexual desire than others. So meaning low levels of testosterone can definitely contribute to a lower sex response in menopausal women. Okay, because their testosterone is going for a dive through menopause, which means I don't want sex. Leave me alone. I have no desire for it. I don't care. Low sex drive normally impacts intimacy. And essentially, these hormones are designed to work their hardest when you're really in that baby making stage of your life. So your body knows, hey, this is when you should be having sex because this is when you need to be having a baby. So I'm going to give you all these hormones to make you really horny so that you keep having sex so that you keep reproducing. When the hormones start to think about retirement, settling down, they actually start to wreak a little bit of havoc on our mental, emotional and physical well-being, including our libido that's in there. So you see women going, oh my God, I feel horrible through menopause. I've got anxiety. I feel depressed. I'm moody, all of those things. And so, And another thing that we hear is I have no desire for sex at all. So the important thing you need to know is having a low sex drive during this phase is common. And being unable to reach orgasm and not feeling aroused is pretty normal around this stage. But it doesn't mean you have to just sit in it and accept it. And it doesn't mean that it even happens to all women because it doesn't. But it can be difficult for your partner to understand what is going on with you and your body. Because one, you know, minute you're okay with it and soon after you're like, stay away, not interested. So problems between couples can occur when one partner has a much lower sex drive than the other. And so it's really important that you tell your partner what's going on, keeping them well informed that this is actually a hormonal imbalance and you don't want to sleep with them, not because you don't desire them or you don't love them. It's totally just the feeling that's getting in the way. Like you just don't have that desire to be with them in that way at the moment. 
And so intimacy can be really tricky to navigate when you don't feel like being touched or kissed or getting close to your partner. It can lead to the partner feeling like they're undesired or unwanted, and it really has nothing to do with your attraction to them. But explaining it to your partner is really important. So without this open communication, what we find is that couples often argue and become distant. But intimacy doesn't just mean having sex. Okay. So we want to, we get caught up in the notion of, oh, we were intimate, which also means we, we had sex. That's not intimacy. That is not what, that's not the only thing that intimacy is. So what is it that you can do? What can you do to increase your libido if you find yourself in a place like this? So being closer with your partner through this time is important. And I know you don't want to probably have sexual relations at this time with them because you're not feeling it. It's really important that you keep the relationship alive. So although you can't give that part of you at the moment, there are other ways to bring your libido back to normal to help you move back into that place. So you could definitely look at seeing a doctor and speak to them about estrogen therapy. There are, you know, topical creams that you can use. There's testosterone therapy. Although some of them have side effects, there's some advantages and disadvantages to them. So you would have to be informed from your GP or any type of, you know, holistic doctor that might be able to help you out here. And they will be able to discuss with you before really jumping into a particular treatment, what would work best. But there definitely is a cure for a low sex drive. And that there are definitely things you can do with your partner that will breathe life back into libido. So having an open conversation with your partner about why you haven't been in the mood lately will really help pave the way to finding a solution that you both can work on together rather than keeping it a secret and leaving them to wonder, you know, is it their fault? Is there something they're doing? Talk about what can help your sexual needs without having sex maybe. The other thing you could do is just on your own, you know, try a few things that might help you, you know, the creative part of your brain run a little bit wild. So, you know, find an erotic novel or read something that speaks to your fantasies or watch a film that includes a few sex scenes or maybe try a new vibrator, something that's going to ignite a few of the senses that you may have forgotten are there along your way. And so with your partner, if you really want to take it so you can little things like, you know, get into bed together naked without having sex on the mind and focus on, you know, smaller intimate feelings like kissing or touching or holding each other or just, you know, laying side by side and feeling each other's energy, the warmth of the skin and just enjoy that bit of it without having to have sex. Eventually, you know, those little things can build up your foreplay and, you know, you're feeling ready to go. And if you want something a little bit more intense, you might bring something interesting into the bedroom, something a bit more playful. You could, you know, engage in a bit of role playing or try out a new sexual position that works for you. You could definitely introduce some toys, maybe flavored lubricant, costumes can spark a real desire within sometimes. Whatever it is, whatever little fantasies you think might help, go for it. I mean, there's no rules. The only rules there are are the ones that you create for yourself. So I know your, you know, why your libido isn't going to really spike overnight. It can take time to uh, recover or even rediscover your sexual identity. 
maybe find a new you, some fun ways to bring out some sex drive back in your life. And it might be a fun way to connect with your partner. So although you're not having sex, he can help you explore what you really like. And it might just be that, that you've, you know, your libido's shifted and your hormones have shifted, but you might need to almost rebrand the way that you make love. <laughs> but it's uh, it may not be exactly like it was in your 20s, but, you know, adding something special to your sexual repertoire might actually be the thing that you need right now especially just to bring back that intimacy in your relationships and your libido back to life. So a few things there. Most important thing is to probably recognize if it is your libido. So head over to the GP, get your bloods done, get some hormone checks. I quite often, I prefer to go to an integrative doctor, so quite holistic way of looking at um, your bloods. They can go on to look at everything like stool tests, blood tests, hair analysis, you name it, just to get down to the bottom of what's going on for you. And then if it is a hormonal imbalance is working out how you supplement or what can you do to actually increase those hormones so that it is helping you um, in the bedroom, but also your mood. Right, That's really important that we want to make sure that your mental health is good and your mood is good. Open communication with your partner and then trying to do a few new things in the bedroom that might you might fancy. So there are a few things you can do around increasing your libido and I do want to open the the forum for you guys to discuss this more openly because it's actually quite common. So no embarrassment, no shame, you know, it is what you're going through right now. Just you go and speak to a professional about it if it is impacting your relationship. So I'm going to leave your libido there and let you guys go and discover where it's at and if you need some assistance. And if you do, go get it. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to like, share, spread the word, get everyone to get on and subscribe to the podcast. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.